The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, James Breakwell, and a psychologist, that's me, Dr. Steve, try to solve your long-running relationship <laughs> issues in 10 minutes or less. That was a very sultry voice. That's my, like, uh, my warm, empathic, uh, let's unpack what you have to say. I'm making empathic hand gestures while I'm saying this, James, it, because I am here to dialogue with you and the listeners. It's interesting that you're going for empathy because it kind of came off as a come on, and I wasn't quite sure how to take that. <laughs> well, nothing is sexier than me being interested in you, right? You know, I'm just going to move on. I'm very uncomfortable with this entire area. But what I'm not uncomfortable with is this question because we actually already tried to answer it once. It was, yes, we are back. So the fateful week where I failed to record not one but two podcasts because my new microphone didn't record any sound. That week we answered this question and we gave a great answer. And neither of us remembers what it was, so this might as well be fresh. I will probably say the opposite of what we said last time. But anyway, here's the question for a second time for us and for a first time for everybody else. Uh, They write in, uh, we are basically a single income family that relies on my husband's income for rent, insurance, etc. My side gig lets me stay home with the kids but doesn't pay for diddly squat. Recently, my husband has become unhappy with his job and their new leadership training. Prior to this, he was very happy happy where he was working, and he began sending out his resume in the hope of finding something better. He just got an offer for a job he is really excited about for a similar paycheck. Normally, I would be supportive. I want him to be happy. However, however, we are expecting another child, and I am due in four months. The new job doesn't even let us apply for benefits until after 90 days. I am very worried, see scared, about losing health care halfway through a pregnancy. I don't want to be resented for lost opportunities, but think this is a bad time to risk stability. Uh, this is the first time in four years we haven't been able to find a decent compromise, and I would love to hear some advice. All right, Steve, take it away. I'm vaguely remembering this question because the word cobra came up between us, but let me, again, I think I asked this the first time, is her question really about benefits? Like, is that what she's saying? If if in a perfect world, if his benefits were able to extend and have no interruption, I wouldn't even be writing this question. Is that your take on it, James? I believe so. I think the broader question is stability, but it, does, it doesn't sound like she's worried that if he gets a new job that he'll lose it or that he might be the first to go with cutbacks. It sounds like her question is very much specific to insurance, but I do think it opens the broader issue of during a pregnancy, is it right for one partner to put their job happiness ahead of the overall well-being of the family, or is that even what he's doing in this case? Well, yeah, I'm glad you followed up with that proviso there, because I don't know that that's what he's necessarily doing. She may feel that way because she's feeling pretty unsteady right now. Uh, That's kind of uh, the mindset women have. They feel very vulnerable when they're having kids, like all of a sudden. Uh, you, you just aren't as mobile as you used to be, both literally and figuratively. And uh, your husband, or her, not yours, James, your husband is cool. Because <laughs> I'm guessing okay. that's me, right? <laughs> I'm like your work husband. My podcast husband. How sad is that? <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, I, her husband is sort of flexing his mobility muscles at a time where she's feeling more landlocked than ever, which might create a little bit of unsteadiness between the two of them. But I, I do remember after blathering on for a bit, all of a sudden having a light bulb go on and thinking, well, it's going to cost you, a, I don't know, a good chunk for 90 days, but you can just Cobra your insurance and then the problem is solved. And uh, the insurance that he will eventually get under the umbrella of his new company might be just as good or even better than the insurance you've got. But in the meantime, there is a way to not lose or not have an interruption in your insurance coverage. And I can't remember what you said to that, James, but I sure it wasn't, I'm sure it wasn't nearly as brilliant as what I just said. <laughs> I think, well, it might come down to budget, too, with a single-income family. If finances are tight already, uh, COBRA is not exactly in the budget of everybody. So if this is a circumstance where they can't afford COBRA, because it, it ends up being hundreds of dollars. And for those of you who are outside the U.S. who aren't familiar with that phrase, COBRA is basically oh. where you pay uh, money, a whole, whole bunch bunch of money to extend the coverage from your past employer for a series of months to fill a gap until you can get new insurance. And so you basically pay open market prices for the insurance, the same coverage. Yes, which which is exorbitant. That's when you really appreciate your employer contributions. So if, don't get me started. If you can't, oh yeah, you and your health insurance or lack thereof. That's a whole other discussion. So yeah. it, which I would love to get into. I don't know if we're gonna have time in these ten minutes. It's, it's such a preciously short podcast. But anyway, <laughs> or thankfully short. Maybe we should we should yeah. do that. <laughs> Mercifully, yes. yes. So I would say if you can afford Cobra and you're not worried that he's going to get this new job and drop it, um, then then it'll be okay. If he can't afford Cobra, if you are legitimately going to be uninsured for a series of months, then I would say, yeah, that's a bad time to change jobs. And the point that you made last time, Steve, that you didn't make this time, because we all know you don't remember the words that come out of your mouth, was you said that so if, if, this, uh, if you delay changing jobs now because the kid is being born, you know, well, are you going to say, well, it's not a good time when the child's one either because they've got things coming up or when they're two or when they're three. Basically, that Ooh, this aversion, yeah. this aversion version to change is just going to keep pushing things back further and further. And my point, which was brilliantly articulated, I'm oh. sure, was that I think that birth is an especially risky time and a bigger transition time than any of those other stages. Going from one to two or two to three or three to four isn't as big of a deal as going from non-existent to, hey, we've got another kid or we've got a first kid. That's a a pretty big change. So I, I don't think it's different there. Now, as far as the uh, as the overall timing, I, I suspect what's lurking below the surface here is you're a little concerned that maybe your partner is putting themselves ahead of you, that you feel like, hey, I'm creating an entire person here, and they're more worried about their professional happiness than about uh, my my stability or my security, the security of our future offspring, all of those. So maybe maybe talk through those concerns, because once the COBRA issue or the insurance issue is addressed, this larger issue might be lingering there below the surface, and it might be something you just have to talk about to figure out where you both stand and see if this is something that's, that, that's a concern long term, or if maybe you guys are just kind of talking past each other. Uh, do you have anything else you want to reiterate, uh, Steve, when recall some more of your other points from last week or have you forgotten all of them i i'm not even sure i was a part of that podcast james but <laughs> i did want to respond to one of the things you said there which was is he being reckless and impulsive looking out for his own happiness and let me take up for the uh, single income dudes for a second here and 
the way that the letter writer lays out their history, she seems to have a lot of respect for her husband. Like, I, I think they both kind of bring something to the table and make each other better in this um, this business arrangement that is their marriage. So it doesn't sound like she has any shadow of he is immature or uh, he just hops from one job to the next when he gets a little pissy about something. Like, I, I don't get any of that flavor in the way she describes him. So I don't think that emotional valence is there. It sounds like if he does change jobs, it is not without good cause and not without some research into how this is going to affect not only me, but also the ripples in the pond that is my family. So I'm guessing this is a calculated move on his part and not one that's just looking out for his own self-interest. I, I think that's probably accurate. If if those other issues were there, she probably would have said them. We don't often have to dig into these questions. Usually people pretty well spill their concerns, maybe concerns that shouldn't even be there or aren't there, and they just they spill them anyway because, hey, we're random guys on the Internet. We must know what we're talking about. The, the faith <laughs> they place in us is extremely validating. Uh, but yeah, wow. I, I think uh, anytime you change jobs, I mean, there 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 is some risk there, but it, it, it's part of life. Ultimately, very few people end up retiring uh, working for the same company that they started with. So these transitions are going to happen at some point regardless. And are they always going to happen at the most convenient time in your life? Uh, very seldom. It just uh, life events and job changes don't always line up conveniently, but they uh, they are what they are. So yeah, do your best Got- to mitigate, uh, mitigate risks, support each other and plunge forward and good luck with that baby i'm sure they will be uh wonderful and also way too much work definitely follow my twitter account where i tweet about all sorts of things about kids i i look back at some of my old tweets sometimes i was like man i had two kids in diapers at a time for like a a substantial portion of my adulthood and now my siblings have infants and i'm like i can't even imagine it i've just forgotten how to change a diaper i've purged all of those skills from my memory and the only thing i'm good at now is just filling dead airtime with you steve Uh, this is my one remaining skill this is who i am now well thank god for that because i would hate to have that burden fall on to me james yes if you would like to have me answer your questions and then answer them again (laughs) a few weeks later when i correctly record the sound send that question in to james breakwell at explodingunicorn.com that's exploding unicorn with the e and when i say me answer them i steve will try to help of course but my answer will be the right one (laughs) it doesn't have to be a marriage question it can be a parent child co-worker whatever you've got send it in this has been another week of 10 minutes to save your marriage and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back